Welcome to Bible and Stuff. Uh, I'm Tanner Britt. And I'm Glenn Brand. And uh, this is a podcast where we talk about the Bible and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, kind of our goal as we, as we get going, as we do this first episode, uh, what we have in mind is to have a podcast that's um, accessible and easy uh, for just a normal Christian to listen to and learn about things. Yeah, it's meant for the average Christian. It's not meant for know-it-alls because we are by no means know-it-alls at <laughs> in, any in any way, any way, shape, or form. Yeah, uh, we're just normal dudes. Uh, I mean, we we work normal jobs. We we serve at our church. Glenn's a, a worship leader, and and I help uh, with the web end of things and and communications at our church. But ultimately, we just are picking some things we would like to know, and we're we're learning a little bit about them, and then we're sharing that with you, hopefully, in a way that's. That's fun to listen to and easy to understand. Yeah, we're, we're super excited for it, and um, we really hope that you guys enjoy it and get something out of it. If not, maybe it'll just be fun listening to Tanner and I and what our day-to-day lives are like. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting, yeah. <clears throat> so the uh, first episode we're going to do, uh, this is our little test run. We're going to go over the Gospel of Luke. Um, so I- I'm kind of treating this as a... Here's what you need to know before you read Luke. Uh, we're not going to go through the whole book. We're not going to tell you all the the different things that happen. That's what the you know the fun. That's where the fun comes in reading Luke. <laughs> so we just want to give you the background information uh, that will help you understand the context, who Luke is, um, wh- why the things that are going on are important uh, in in who Luke is writing yeah. to. I mean, I didn't even think of, or we didn't really talk about it, but I think this is an awesome starting point, um, even for new believers, um, being able to jump right into the gospel and, um, and know who Jesus is coming from Luke. Um, yeah, I just think it's going to be a great starting point for everybody. Yeah. So if you're excited about reading the Bible, hopefully this is something you can put on in the car and, and, and continue to learn even when you can't read which hopefully you aren't doing in the car. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I kind of want to start, I don't, I'm not going to read it verbatim, but uh, what you learn about in the very beginning, the first couple of verses in Luke is why he's writing, who's he writing to, and all those things. And these are the things we're going to kind of break apart as we go along in this podcast. So he's telling this guy uh, named Theophilus, he says, hey, a lot of people have tried to do this in so much as many have undertaken, he says. Uh, they've tried to compile a narrative of the things that have happened here among us. Um, here's what eyewitnesses have seen of Jesus. He said, it, and he says, it seems good to me. He says, it seems like a, a good thing to do to write an account that makes sense. It's all put together. It's orderly. Um, so that you know what you have been taught is true. You're certain about it. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting. Basically, the, the thought I had is Luke is like, uh, he's like an investigative reporter. He's like the NPR. So we're thinking about podcasts right now. He is the, <laughs> uh, the NPR of Bible accounts. He's going out and he's talking to all these people uh, and, and getting their stories. And unfortunately, he didn't have tape, so uh, he just wrote it all down. Yeah. I bet he would have had a really smooth voice, though. He probably would have. He was a doctor, so he was a smart cat. Oh, dang. I know. I mean, well, I mean, we probably all know doctors that we, we wouldn't want to listen to. But, you know, we're, we're going to assume Luke was a pretty smart guy. And, and uh, you can tell that in his gospel that he, he knows what he's talking about. 
Yeah, so we've mentioned the word gospel a couple times now, and I, I just kind of feel like it would be a good idea to explain, well, what the heck is a gospel? Like, yeah. you know, we, we hear it at church all the time, and um, people on the soapboxes at the beach, like, what is an actual gospel? Um, and essentially, the gospel is Jesus's autobiography, right? Not autobiography, biography. Yeah. 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 One he, of those he, things. Yeah. It would be cool if you wrote one of those. <laughs> what but... I meant is like it's an automatically cool biography. Yes. Yeah. Autobiography. Auto, yeah. It was just an auto, auto hyphen biography. Yes. 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 You Com- get it. Completely okay. different. It's yeah. hard when it's coming out of your mouth and you're not seeing like what I'm writing down and stuff. Yeah. 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 You got me. So anyway, it's a biography uh, of Jesus's life and the good news of, of who he is and what he did for us. Uh, and essentially there's four gospels. Today, we wanted to dive into Luke. Yeah, uh, particularly because Luke is an interesting guy. Um, when when you see the Gospels, they're named after four guys, like you were said, four different people. Um, but, but Luke kind of has a, a, an interesting, weird, different backstory than a lot of them. So Luke, as we've already said, is a doctor. One of the interesting things, well, first of all, that's mentioned in Colossians 4.14, but we also have this one source, it's, it's, it's extra biblical, it's not part of the Bible, and so it's not, we're not as sure about it, but a lot of the things it says seem true on the face and could possibly give us a little bit of an insight to who Luke is. This source says, quote, Luke was born in Antioch, by profession was a physician, he had become a disciple of the Apostle Paul and later followed Paul into his martyr- martyrdom, having served the Lord consciously, unmarried and without children, which is super interesting. Um, filled with the Holy Spirit, he died at the age of 84 years. This document comes in the 2nd century. Some people came back later and said, no, it's actually in the 4th century. So it's a lot more removed uh, than the transcripts we actually have from Luke. It wasn't written while Luke was still alive, but interesting nonetheless, and it was a lot, lot, lot farther back than where we are now. Yeah, no, absolutely. I feel like any kind of, I mean, even if it wasn't something that's necessarily included in the Bible or the scripture, like it still backs it up. Like it's, it's, it's almost a historical document in a sense, right? Yeah, definitely some of it is true. And, you know, we can assume maybe there's some, at least some truth to the other parts of it. Um, so, uh, in addition to knowing Luke was a doctor, he possibly was never married or had kids. We know he was friends with Paul, like we just talked about. Um, but th- one of the things you'll see that, that really will help you understand Luke's gospel as he's writing is that he probably wasn't a Jew. Um, he didn't grow up keeping all the religious rules. He was a Gentile. Luke is, Lucas is a Gentile name. I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't either. I had, uh... A Sunday school teacher tell me one time he went down the line and I'm not sure I think some of this is a little over oversimplification but he used the the meanings of their names to talk about the audience they wrote to so Lucas think of like a like a Greek name like Luke like like Olympic guy so he was writing to Gentiles and he was also writing about um, the kind of man Jesus was so they were all about muscular trained dudes and so one of the things luke was writing about and and i think this is you know similarly true is that jesus was a guy and he was a guy who was also god um so that's kind of what he focuses on to he was a guy who was also god (laughs) yeah it's pretty mind-blowing um (laughs) 
also a super weird belief if you're not a Christian. <laughs> I mean, it's just, just something <laughs> it doesn't odd. make much sense. People overlook that a lot of the times, but that's kind of crazy. Uh, true, but kind of crazy. Uh, so you know, similar to Matthew, he has a he has a Jewish name, so he's writing to Jewish people. Mark he has a Roman name, so he's writing to Romans. Uh, and, and I think some of those again have some truth to them, but it might be an oversimplification. But it was interesting to me in the least. It's it's kind of funny, kind of showing my stupidity, but when I was younger and uh, I heard the phrase, like, being a lukewarm Christian, I, I always used to think that meant, like, oh, no, the book of Luke, like, that's a, that's kind of like a dull, you know, gospel story. Like, <laughs> if you really want the truth, like, go to Matthew, Mark, and John. Uh, yeah, I was way off on that That one, is but. awesome. <laughs> yeah, John really hits it home. Luke was kind of a chump. You know, he was warm a lot of the time. Which I'm not sure what that means, but right. kind of a chump. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Um, <clears throat> so, again, we know Luke was a doctor. Um, we know he probably didn't grow up in the Jewish faith. He was a Gentile. Um, just real quick as a side note, we won't spend a lot of time um, on this, but let's talk a little bit about when Luke wrote his gospel. There's a lot of debate on it, and honestly, as a reader, you probably don't care. But it is an interesting thing to know. Um, it seems... He probably wrote it in the early 60s AD. So 62, anywhere from 62 to about 67 uh, could have been when Luke wrote his gospel. A lot of it is depending on, a lot of the debate is depending on whether or not Luke used Mark when he wrote his gospel. So did he have his gospel when he wrote his own? Um and so a lot of people take that and say, well, of course he did. There's some things in Luke that make that pretty obvious. So he must have written it later because they think Mark was written later. But then there's the rebuttal that says, well, Mark doesn't really have to have been written that late. There's no problem with it having been written earlier. Sure. Um, and so Luke could be earlier as well. Generally, people fall in that 62 to 67 range and say that he used Mark when he wrote it. So if that was if that was in 62 to 67 AD then that was that was like 30 years after Jesus's death and resurrection. Yeah, so not far removed. Uh one of the one of the keys to that is that Luke being the NPR guy that he was, the uh investigative reporter he was going to these eyewitnesses. We talked about this in that first little scripture uh, from Luke. He was going to people who saw Jesus, who knew Jesus, family, friends, people that were there during these um, really important events that he writes about in his gospel. So 30 years, you know, so a lot of these people are older. Yeah. Uh, life expectancy back then wasn't as long as it is now. A lot of these people were at the end of their life. Some of them had died, but he was really thorough in picking out as much as he possibly could from the people that that he found and that he got to know. And jumping back from the side note, so that little aside we took, uh, we can see um, the next thing we're going to talk about is who did he write it to? And we already said he wrote it to Theophilus. Now, Theophilus, this is a person, right? This isn't a city or or anything like that. Yeah, there is a little debate on... Well, Theophilus doesn't have to be a real person, but it seems by every account that he was a guy, uh, and he probably even funded Luke. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, as I'm reading through it, I picture it as a as a man. I I picture it as Theo Cosby, to be honest. But <laughs> <laughs> Huxtable, Huxtable, that's yeah, what I Huxtable, meant. Theo Huxtable. Yeah. Oh man. Theo. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure we want to associate the Cosby Show with our show. Yeah, like, that's probably so early in our yeah, infancy. Too early? Yeah, too soon. Too, <laughs> too soon. soon. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> but Theo, something we know about that is it, it wasn't a, a Jewish name. Probably he was not a Jewish guy. So he was this semi-successful. Um, there's a little bit of debate about what he actually did, but he was probably a guy that had a little bit of money. He believed in Jesus or was starting to. And he's kind of like, I want to make sure this is really right. Sure, sure. And then uh, we were talking earlier. Doesn't Theo has has like an actual meaning behind the 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 term, right, or the the name? Yeah, Theo. Uh, it can mean one who loves God or lover of God. Theophilus could also be translated friend of God. So um, <clears throat> his his title or name that Luke is calling him is like, you're a dude that that likes Jesus. And <laughs> I'm going to try to find out some good info for him about or about him for you. I gotcha. So now did Luke, um, did he do most of his writing um, toward Theo or was it? Yeah. So it, it seems he, he was addressing Theophilus. He was writing this, but you can kind of tell, um, we have this two parts. Like, he was writing to a person, but Luke was a smart guy. He knew this was going to get out. He knew that other people would read this. And you can see that in the themes of Luke. You can see that he has a broader audience in mind. Okay. Yeah, I mean, as you're reading through it, it's, it is, a lot of it is kind of generalized almost in a way that, it, it doesn't sound like Theo's the only guy who's going to be reading this. Like, it's obvious that it's going gonna, it's gonna to be read by others, um, and it's going to help them along the journey, too. Yeah, and, and most people agree that that larger audience is Gentile. So just like Theo, just like Luke, people who weren't necessarily raised up Jewish. Um, w- one of these themes you'll see throughout Luke is he's taking what Jewish people thought to be true, what, what Jewish people thought... Um, to be really simple and kind of turning it on its head. He's kind of taking, um, he's showing that Jesus is taking the kingdom of God they envision, and he's saying, it's not like that at all. It's like this. It's way different. It's a lot better. Um, And so Luke is showing those kinds of things to Gentiles in the same way that we see in Acts, um, which we forgot to mention is part two of Luke. Acts is the continuation of Luke. It's It's the other book that Luke wrote, uh, and it really picks up right where Luke left off. But one of the things we see in Acts is that Paul gets this vision that God's telling him, hey, Gentiles can be saved too. And that's Luke is kind of laying the groundwork for that to be introduced in Acts here in his gospel in Luke. I mean, it, it feels like Luke is writing this in a way um, where those who are listening to it or reading it are are understanding it in their terms. Um, you know, these, like we said, these are for for Gentiles. It's not, um, it's not like it's meant for all these like doctoral or political figures or anything like that. It's it's meant so that these people can understand the gospel in their own way. 
Yeah, um, in, in a way, Luke was written for people like us. Yeah, we're Gentiles, uh, different than the other one of the other Gospels, Matthew, that he was writing to a more Jewish culture and was in part showing how Jesus fulfilled these um, these predictions. What's the word I'm looking for? Prophecies, the prophecies like the of the prophecies. Old Testament. Yeah, Luke is is not necessarily hitting all of those, and if he is, he's just using it to. It seems as if he's just using it to show his point that that Jesus is different, that Jesus is not what we expected. Yeah. So those are the prophecies he uh, he exemplifies. Man, it's it's crazy even thinking about it now. Like. He, when we hear about like kings and rulers and things like that, you don't think this mild-mannered guy who's going to be like riding down the street in a donkey, like you think chariots and like, I don't know, like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they very much thought Jesus was going to be king. And so back to Luke turning things on his head, when Jesus says somewhere in the middle of the book, hey, I'm going to (laughs) die. It freaks him out. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. But one of the other things I did want to touch on that, uh, and I'm pulling uh, largely here from uh, the guys at The Bible Project. Um, They make these these illustrated videos that are really good. They go through the books of the Bible. Um, We're not even necessarily doing that. That would be a great... Uh, supplement to this podcast. We're trying to give you everything before you read Luke. They'll take you through the whole story. But one of the things they say in there that I think really ex- really shows what we're talking about is uh, the parable of the prodigal son in Luke 15. Um, so Luke is showing that the gospel's for everyone. It's not just for the religious. And you see yeah. that that when the younger son goes, he squanders he squanders all his money. He comes back repentant and humble. The older brother gets angry. Yeah. So Luke's kind of showing that to these Jewish people who are getting mad that that Jesus is different. He's not what they expected. They're saying, hey, we stayed here and followed the rules. Isn't this the way this is supposed to work? <laughs> and Luke is saying, and Jesus is saying, that no, all you have to do is repent and believe, and that's it. Jesus can save you just through that. Um, so I get goosebumps every time I think about that too. Like, it doesn't matter how much I like screw up or or just like continually sin and 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 be in these mess ups. Like God's grace is there. Yeah, I, I get goosebumps when I realize I probably shouldn't be a grouchy jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm normally the religious guy who's like, dude, I've kept all the rules. Why isn't this going my way? When actually I should realize I'm, I'm not really being all that humble and I'm starting to feel like I've earned it. And Luke is saying, you don't need to earn it. You just need to accept grace. Yeah. Um, so the gospel, uh, especially Luke's telling of the gospel, is all about how it's, it's for everyone. That's why he wrote to a Gentile named Theophilus, and that's why in a broader sense he wrote to all the Gentiles, including us, um, showing that, you know, it's accessible. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, and it was a good it was a good podcast to start off with because that's kind of what we want this podcast to be, something that's accessible and uh, easy for people to listen to. So let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll learn a few more things about Luke.
speaking of the prodigal son, if you'd like to help support us, there's a book out there by Tim Keller called The Prodigal God. And you can listen to it for free by going to bibleandstuff.com slash audible, where you can sign up for a 30-day free trial and get two free audiobooks, including, if you want, The Prodigal God. So as we wrap up here, we have a section that I would like to continue. I think this will be fun. Um, but it's kind of like the lightning round of Bible and stuff. And it's just the fun facts of Luke. Thing that di- things that didn't necessarily fit into the outline, but are cool to know. And like, if if this were like a bar conversation for Christians, it doesn't make any sense. But you know, you always have like that cool piece of bar trivia that... <laughs> yeah. That, that's yeah, the, I go to bars all the time. Yeah, I yeah. mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, some people do. It's the thing. It, it's it's like your bar trick of Luke. It's like your bar yeah, trick, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. can like win a couple bucks with your friends. Like, hey, you want to know? <laughs> hey, that's a good way to look at it. You know, like <laughs> put some money on Jesus. That's yeah, yeah exactly. That's a good example. Yeah, okay. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's exactly what we're going for with this. We're gonna. Do- <laughs> so what Tanner was trying to say is. Here's some really cool facts about Luke. <laughs> All that to say, this is cool. And maybe you can impress somebody with these facts. Tanner, did you know Yeah. that Luke is the longest gospel? What? Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? I learned that at a bar one time. Yeah, I forget the percentage off the top of my head, but between Luke and Acts, I think Luke wrote the most words... In the whole New Testament, more than any other author. Yeah. He wrote the most words. Uh, also, a really cool thing about Luke is roughly half of the book, like literally half of the words in it almost, are quotes from Jesus. So he's using a lot of facts, like we talked about him being that that investigator. He's, he's using a lot of pull quotes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if he was going to college now, he would not get away with no, that. No, I think it's like 25% <laughs> at most like that you can use. <clears throat> he was not original at all, but, no. <laughs> but that's a good thing in what he was doing. Right, right. Different than some of the other Gospels, Luke is almost entirely chronological, meaning it's, it's all in the time order that it happened. Yeah, man, I, that, that's so cool to me, to be able to just walk through like the steps of Jesus like... This is what happened start to finish. Yeah. Uh, it, Matthew, I think in particular, he, he kind of arranged some to set it up with along with the prophecies and things like that. He he really wanted to show that Jesus hit these highlights. But Luke was like, hey, I'm going to start from when he was a baby to when he died, and that's how I'm doing it, like <clears throat> the good old-fashioned way. Yeah. It's not like lost all these flashbacks and stuff. Oh, no, man. straightforward. No, yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't that creative. He was a journalist, not a screenwriter. <laughs> Um, Luke doesn't name himself in either of the Gospels. He is talked about three times in the New Testament, but in neither of his books does he say, I am Luke. Or Luke, I am your father. <laughs> I was wondering if that was going to come up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So why do you think, I mean, is that just, was he being humble? Or was he just like, you think he just wasn't expecting this to to take the turn that it did? Or Yeah, you know, either way, I'm I'm speculating. But it seems like as if, he he was 
just being thorough and doing a job. It wasn't necessarily his manifesto. He was yeah. like, no, I'm writing a history textbook. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> like it wasn't, it's not a John Grisham novel that has half the, half the covers, his name. It was, you know, <clears throat> here's the major events in history. I'm just the dude that's telling you that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So that's our facts. I mean, the, in fact, since we called them facts, and since we are just like you, normal guys who... Well, <laughs> the operative bird being normal. Yeah, well, <clears throat> semi-normal guys <laughs> who uh, just think this stuff is interesting to learn and, and wanted to share it with you, there's a strong possibility we got some of this wrong. <laughs> so, if you are smarter than we are and you have a Bible degree or something of that nature... Feel free to let us know what we got wrong. You can email us at hello at bibleandstuff.com. In future podcasts, we'll kind of do our editorial mess-ups at the end where we say, oh, hey, by the way, (laughs) we got that wrong. But we do want to give you good information. So if you continue to stick around with us, uh, we'll we'll make sure we make it right (laughs) later in uh, in our podcast timeline. Man, I I had a pastor... At a, at a church I went to in Waco, who at the end of every sermon, he would, during his prayer, he would say, Father God, you know, if, if there's anything that I said during this, this sermon that, um, that is not right, or that is incorrect, um, or just is, is not sitting well, well, I pray that you, uh, you inter, intervene and, and help us to see the correct um, message that has been done here. And I always used to think, is this guy just covering his butt? Like, is he pulling like these these sermons out of midair, or is he like, oh, I legitimately care. We legitimately care. I just wanted to let you know that <laughs> gives you a lot of confidence, doesn't it? <laughs> Dear Jesus, everything I just messed up, please fix it. Oh, yeah, that's great. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what we got for today. One thing I will point out um, that we pulled from quite a bit is the ESV Study Bible. Um, I know it's always helpful t- for me when I go into a book like Luke or or one of the other uh, books of the Bible. It, it's helpful for me to know the background, to know who they're writing to, what's it about, who this person is. If, if it's if it's written by an explicitly named author, um, it, it's helpful for me to know that context as I read the book, so I know how to interpret what's being said. And the ESV has not a sponsor, by the way. <laughs> the ESV has these really good introductions that are long and and sometimes a, a little, you know, they're they're not they're a lot more uh, authoritative than what we're yeah. saying. <laughs> they're a lot more academic, but they are helpful uh, to read, and and we use them a lot in uh, doing our outline for this episode of Bible and stuff. I'd I'd also want to encourage you. I mean, if you want like a solid. Um, solid understanding and interpretation of the Bible, the gospel, we definitely encourage you to read the message. <laughs> I couldn't even get through it without oh, laughing. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're making so many enemies in this first episode of the podcast. That probably shouldn't make the cut. No, yeah. it might. It probably will. Oh, So, yeah, uh, as we wrap up, you can find us at Bible and Stuff um, on social media. So yeah, keep up with us on on the socials. Make sure to hit that email um, if we me- if you notice something we did wrong, or if uh, you have a topic you would like for us to cover. We did a book today, but um, we would like to uh, end up covering some Christian history uh, things that, as a 
baby Christian, a new Christian, a young Christian, um, you may not know yet, but are important to our our history as Christians and um, kind of the Christian culture we see today. It has its roots um, in a lot of these different creeds and people uh, yeah. that we want to talk about. So that's where the in stuff comes into play, uh, and we're really interested to cover some of those things. So let us know. You can support the show by going to bibleandstuff.com slash Amazon. That'll just take you to the Amazon homepage. And uh, if you shop there, whatever you normally buy, whether it be diapers or maybe a really nice wedding ring or something super expensive, (laughs) we'll get just a small percentage of those proceeds and it costs you nothing else. So it's kind of a creative way we're trying out to to cover our costs of this podcast and, and keep keep it going if you do decide to continue listening to us we want to encourage you to listen via soundcloud or itunes and it would be super awesome if you guys were able to leave ratings and reviews on what you think of the show it's good for us to get some feedback but it's also awesome for us to have some insights via itunes reviews and ratings yeah we'd really appreciate to hear what you guys think and let us know what you think we should talk about next